This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Thank you, Rabbi Yosef Yafe, for recording this year from Torah Anytime. The amount of schosim uh, this person has, Hashem Yirachem, he really, really uh, pushes me and a few other rabbis to make sure you record your speeches. And he really pushes and pushes. He has tremendous hashem. I want to share with you, Rabbi, a quick machshava on the connection between Yosef HaTzadik and Chanukah. Right now we're holding in the days of Chanukah. What is the connection? Yosef HaTzadik, which is last week's parasha and this week's parasha, together with the holiday of Chanukah that we're celebrating right now. I want to share with you a beautiful machshava for our Moshe Sturmbach, a beautiful thought. And before I say it, I'm asking for you to please try to open up your hearts and to take this Vard inside because it will change your life. If you listen carefully, including myself, big talker, it will change your life. Yosef HaTzadik HaBatai, the Pasuk tells us, when his own brothers sold him, his own brothers, can you imagine the Pachad, how terrified he was, how terrorized he was, the Choshech, the darkness? He was with his father Yaakov at Tzadik, 24-7, full of Dusha, full of holiness. Suddenly Yosef is being sold, his own brothers doesn't know what's flying, what's next. He gets put on this wagon full of uh, Ishmaelim of Arabs, and he gets sold to Midianim, and then to Petifah, all the way to Mitzrayim. And the Pasuk says something very interesting. It says, while Yosef was on the wagons, while Yosef was in the Agalot with the Gmalehim, with the camels, the Pasuk mentions three or four different types of Bissamim, of good smells that were in the wagons. Rashi right away jumps in and brings out from the Medrash. Why was it important for the Pasuk, for the verse, to mention what type of good smells was in the wagons? Why is this such an important piece of the puzzle that the Pasuk had to actually write it? And we know whatever the Pasuk writes has a tremendous meaning, a lesson to all of us. So Rashi asked the question right away, why does it matter if we know what was in the wagon when Yosef HaTzadik was being sold, traveled all the way to Mitzrayim to Egypt? Why does it make a difference that it had good smells, that the wagons had good besamim in the wagon with Yosef HaTzadik? So Rashi says right away, over here there was a miracle, a ness. What was the ness? Usually Yishma'elim, the Arabs that were, who were making the deals over there in the desert that Yosef HaTzadik's brother sold Yosef to, Usually, what is their manufacture? What are they always doing the sales with? What's their business? Not things that have good besamim, good smells. Usually, they do business with, let's say, uh, bad neft, bad gasoline, as they call it, or tar. All these things that have very, very bad order, very, very bad smells. Yishmaelim, usually, that's where they deal with, says Rashi. Things that don't smell good. You know, sometimes you walk inside a butcher shop, it stinks. You go to certain places, it smells really bad. You go to certain perfume stores, it smells very good. Yishma'elim says Rashi always dealt with things that smell bad. That was their business. Over here there was a miracle. The wagon that Yosef HaTzadik went on, even though it was Yishma'elim, happens to be those Yishma'elim, those Arabs were dealing with good smells. So Yosef HaTzadik's wagon, don't worry, Hashem says. Even though you're being sold to Mitzrayim, you had a good smell traveling all the way to Egypt. What a nes, nes gadol hayapol. It was a tremendous miracle that the wagon where Yosef HaTzadik was had good smells, not bad smells. Now, here comes the obvious question, Rabotai. Why was it such a big miracle? What does the Torah mean? That it's so important for the Torah to mention what type of smells Yosef HaTzadik had in the wagons. So, Ramon Shishtarimach says a tremendous lesson. Even though Yosef HaTzadik was being sold, being pulled away from his family, he doesn't know what's next. 
Hashem always sends a person a sign. I take care of everything from A to Z. I calculate everything. But sometimes a person can get lost in the darkness and it's not easy. So Hashem sends like a little sign, like a little siman to show you that I'm with you. What was that sign that Hashem sold you, Sefat Sadiq, that I am with you, even though you're being sold, don't worry, I'm taking care of you. It's all part of the big picture, it's all part of the plan, Yosef Sadiq. Hashem sent him good smells on the wagon. So Hashem wanted to show Yosef Sadiq, I am with you, you are not lost. I will send you your siman, I'm going to send you some light. What was that light? What was that little all that Yosef Sadiq saw, the good smells in the wagon? Says our Mershon Starbach, every single one of us in our lives, when everything is taken care of Hashem, the good times and quote-unquote the bad times. But sometimes when a person is going through a hard time, when a person is going through something that seems darkness, sometimes a person can start asking questions, where is Hashem, where is Hashem? So Hashem makes sure to send you a sign of small miracles here and there. So Hashem wants to show you that He's with you even in the darkness, meaning the darkness, Hashem is controlling everything. But just in case a person forgets that Hashem is with him in the darkness, Hashem sends him a light, a small, a small siman that He's with them. But I want to share with you, Rabbi even a more tremendous chidush. The question is not why did Hashem put the good smells in the wagon. The question is, how did Yosef at Tzadik realize that there was good smells in the wagon? Which means, try to put yourself in Yosef at Tzadik's shoes for a second. He's being sold. He doesn't know what's next. Being pulled away from his family. He's sitting there in the wagon, all worried. Holy moly, what is going on over here? What am I going to tell my father? What's going to be with this? What's going to be where it's going on? Am I going to die? You think Yosef at Sadiq? How is it possible with so much sound, so much pain sitting on that wagon? So much choshech, so much darkness. How did Yosef at Sadiq even notice the sign of Hashem? That there was good smells in the wagons and not bad smells. The answer was, Rabbi Yosef at Sadiq, even in the darkness, was looking for the signs of Hashem. The chidush here, there's not only that Hashem put the good besimim in the wagon. The chidush is the fact that Yosef at Sadiq was looking for the sign of Hashem, even in the darkness. And then he found the sign of Hashem. He found the wink that Hashem gave him that I'm with you, even in your hard times. And then he smelled the good smells of the besimim. Sometimes a person, when he's going through hard times, it takes talent, it takes tzitkiyut, it takes righteousness like Yosef HaTzadik to look for Hashem even in the darkness. The fact that Hashem is with you in the darkness, the fact that Hashem is with you in the hard times and He's sending you signs is for sure. Hashem loves you and Hashem is there with you. The challenge is for the person to recognize Hashem is with them and to look for the signs. And that was Yosef HaTzadik. It's a tremendous lesson that even though Yosef HaTzadik was being sold, he was looking for the all, he didn't give up. He was looking to see Hashem, and he found Hashem. He noticed, well, look, even though it's Ishmaelim, even though it's Arabs, and usually Arabs deliver things that don't smell good. This wagon, out of nowhere, what a coincidence, the wagon that I'm in has good smells. Well, Hashem is with me. The big chidush over here, the lesson is, not that Hashem put the besam in the wagon. The big lesson is that Yosef HaTzadik knew to look for Hashem in the darkness, in the Choshech. He knew Hashem would never ever let him go and Hashem is with him. Yosef HaTzadik never gave up. He was always looking for the all. And also further, Yosef HaTzadik when he got sold in Egypt, Yosef HaTzadik never gave up. He was full of bitachan. He was full of emunah. Even inside the jail, he always he went up to the other people. And he asked him, hey, tell me, why are you in pain? Maybe I can help you out. And then Yosef HaTzadik had confidence even in jail. 
Can you imagine a person in jail? He sits there, he's all depressed, he's all sad, he's away from his family. Not Yosef at Sadiq, he had a Muna Bitochen. He saw his fellow prisoner in Sire, he saw them that they're in pain and they're worried about something, they had a nightmare. He goes over to him and says, Hey, I can, I can help you. Tell me what the problem is. I can do whatever you want. Yosef at Sadiq had such confidence, he had such Muna. He never gave up hope. He always pulled further and further and further. And look, he made it all the way to the top. Because a person that has imunan bitochen, a person that has confidence like Yusuf at Sadiq, confidence. When Eshet Patifa wanted to sin with Yusuf at Sadiq, this lady wanted to sin with Yusuf at Sadiq. The Midrash tells us the conversation that Yusuf at Sadiq had with her. She tells him, I want to sin. And Yusuf at Sadiq told her, How can I sin? I come from Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. My forefathers are very holy. I can't sin. Do you realize what Yosef Fatsidik just answered? He told her the reason why I can't sin is because I am more powerful and bigger. I'm already above and beyond all these desires of sin because I come from Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. He basically told her that I am much higher than all the desires. I come from such holy people. Why would I sin? Why would I even go there? That comes from confidence. Yosef HaTzadik believed and knew and understood and tapped into the power of his neshama that Hashem gave him. That's Yosef HaTzadik. He never gave up hope. Even in the darkest times, he knew Hashem is with him and he knew to look for the signs that Hashem is with him, that he needed the chizuk. Of course Hashem is with him, but it's important to look for the signs and to live with the munah. Bitochen is a mitzvah at every moment of our lives, especially be'et sarah. And Yosef HaTzadik was always, always, always with the Kadosh Baruch Hu. He never gave up hope. Chanukah Abutai, the same thing. The Choshmonaim, can you imagine walking inside the Beit HaMikdash and the place is basically destroyed. There's slaughtered pigs all over. Let's see the parochet was on the floor. There's blood all over the place. Discussing, discussing things. Things are broken. Imagine I told you, I take you to Europe and I take you to some synagogue, some shul, and I tell you, see this shul? Rashi was the chazan. The Rambam used to open up the hechal like this. Rabbeinu Tam used to read from the Torah. Chacham Avadia used to set up the chairs. The Arizal was set up the Sidurim. All the holy rabbis were davened in this shul. Wow, such Kiddushah. And then imagine you walk in the next day, the same shul, where all the big rabbis were, Chacham Avadia, the Ram and the Arizal, so historic, so holy. You walk in, and the next day, boom, anti-Semitism. People walked in, chairs on the floor. Sfar Mipton, Chas Shalom. Sefer Torah, Shalom on the floor, blood all over the place, discussing things, alcohol, discussing, oh, dogs inside and cats. You'll be so sad. You'll be so depressed. And the fact that such a holy shoe was ripped apart. Of here, Abatai, the Beit HaMikdash. Can you imagine walking inside the base of Mikdash? After the Kohanim, Levi'im, the Korbanot, all the mitzvot that were done there, the Pito Makitoet, you walking in there, the Chashwanaim walked in there, that place was a disaster. But what did the Chashwanaim do? Did they give up? No, the Chashwanaim said, we're not giving up and we're going to look for the oil. We're going to look for the oil. We're going to light the menorah. Did you ever think of that? The miracle is not only that they found the Pach Shem and the Chashmonaim in Hanukkah. The miracle is that the Chashmonaim even looked for the Pach Shem. What was the mind to the Chashmonaim? Why did they know to even look for the Pach Shem in such darkness? You walk inside the Beit HaMikdash, you sit and you cry, you rip your clothing. Oh my gosh, the Beit HaMikdash. Not the Chashmonaim. They took that emptiness. They took that vacuum and they said, wait a minute, we're not giving up. We're going to look for the Pach Shemen. And we're going to rebuild everything and we're going to light the menorah. And that was the Chashmonaim, just like Yosef at Tzadik. They didn't give up. They looked for the Pach Shemen. They looked for the oil, for the art, even in the darkest. When they entered the Beit HaMikdash, where everything looked so bad, they did not give up hope. And they said, we're going to find the Pach Shemen. 
And not only that, even when they found a little small jug of oil, you would think if a person works so hard, Hashem is going to send them like a huge bucket of oil or a huge crate of oil. It's not the Chashmonai, whatever it was, Hashem sent them a little small jug of oil. You think the Chashmonai afterwards complained and said, Hashem, that's all you give us? This little nerdy jug of oil after we work so hard, that's all you give us? The Chashmanaim took the Pach Shemen and they started dancing. And they were so happy, Hashem, thank you. Thank you for even a small amount of oil. And then they went and they put in the Manoah and then they had a tremendous miracle. Barabbatai, the lesson here is unbelievable. Even though all they found was a small jug of oil, they didn't take it as a sign of failure. They took it as a sign of success. Look, Hashem is with us and they took it further. And then Hashem gave them a big miracle. Many times in life, Rabbatai, the Chashmanaim here taught us a tremendous lesson. You need to be positive. A person needs to be confident. Even in the darkness, even in the choshech, even when things seem that they're not working out, pull through, keep on going, do the good things, more mitzvot, more toah. Get up, chassish, if a person falls, let's say a person is full of sin, let's say a person unfortunately did bad things, get up, move forward, you gotta be like the chashonim and Yosef tzaddik to always push forward, never give up, understand that Hashem is with you, but you have to keep on pushing, Yosef tzaddik pushed, he never let himself down. The Chashonayim pushed. He ne- they never let themselves. And I said, wait a minute. We are Jewish people. Hashem is with us. We're going to go into the Bet HaMikdash. We're going to beat the Yavanim. And we're going to find the Pach Shemen. And even though we found the small Pach Shemen, we're still going to let the Menorah. And they were so happy. And Hashem gave them more miracles and more miracles. Because when Hashem sees that a person wants to do good, when a person is pushing through for Torah Mitzvot, when a person has bitachon and trust in Hashem and he pushes now, it's not easy. But when a person does that, Hashem sees that and Hashem gives that person nisim, open miracles and a lot of siyat to the shmaya. Now we can also understand why Hanukkah the Ramam says mitzvah chaviva. It's a, one of the most favorite mitzvot is the mitzvah Chanukah. Why specifically Hanukkah? Because Hanukkah Rabbatai is a holiday that presents that a person, even though things seem dark, they still have tremendous bitachon and emuna, And they push through to find the light, to find the Torah mitzvah. They don't give up, they push through. And Rabbatai, it's a tremendous lesson for life. Sometimes you can meet people and they really, themselves, they don't value themselves. I can talk to them, let's say some teenager, I can talk to them and I tell them, listen, you can become a yush tamid chacham. You can become a huge tzaddik. You can do so many great things. And then they tell you, Rabbi, maybe you don't understand what I did in the past. But the truth is, they don't understand where they came from in the past. They come from a Kadosh Baruch Hu. They're neshama. The soul comes to Hashem. If they were not half powerful than the Shem is, no matter what happened in the past, you can always change and charge forward. Just like the Chashonim charged forward in the darkness and Yosef HaTzadik. No matter what situation a person is in, if a person understands the value that he has and he has confidence in himself and he keeps on pushing to be positive, looking for the good, they will succeed. Just like the Chashonim did in their darkness. And just like Yosef HaTzidik did in his tzarot, pain that he had being pulled away from his family, being in Mitzrayim in Egypt as such bad people. Yosef HaTzidik pulled, 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 and look, Hashem put him on top of the whole Egypt. When a person has confidence, when one understands how much he is valuable in Hashem's eyes, they will never give up on themselves. It's very important to know your worth.
Very important to know your value. You can pull through into the light, into the all. Keep on doing more Torah and mitzvot. Whatever happened, happened. Now you're alive and your neshama is powerful. It comes from Avayim, it's Hakavi Yaakov. It comes from all the way from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from the Kisei HaKavod. A person's got to have self-confidence in serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is a connection between Yosef HaTzadik and Chanukah. Yosef HaTzadik pulled through inside the Choshech, just like the Chashmonei pulled through inside the Choshech. Thank you so much for listening. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.